You live by the sword, baby. Heart attack at a gill forge. I think it's free lunch time. Everybody, welcome back to War Free Lunch. It's Babau in the Dink. Coming to you fresh in your ears. On coffees because we have had actually really nice weeks, but I don't think mm. it doesn't feel like a particularly energetic Thursday. No, it's Wait, not. Is it Friday? It's Friday. That's oh, how unenergetic fuck. it is. No, it's no. It's a really relaxing, sunny, uh, sunny Friday in your living room. Actually, it really is nice, man. Daylight savings makes this place sing. Mm. It's just nice and fresh, and I'm I'm in a really chill mood. I've had uh, I've, I've I've had edibles, incredibly strong edibles, two nights in a week now. Yeah. It's about to be a third, mm-hmm. and then I gotta I gotta dry out for a little while because I forget that if you do it more consistently, mm. it messes with you in a way that regular weed just doesn't. Yeah, well, I feel like smoking weed. I mean, even just general weed intake for me is like, was it last week or the week before? Was the first time in a, since maybe uni where I had had uh, weed three times in one week yeah and i'm feeling it this week oh yeah i feel i don't know what it is man my tolerance maybe not well my tolerance is fucking absolutely not non-existent but also i I know people say weed doesn't have a come down Mm. but it i think that's bullshit it does for me because there's like i notice a week after smoking weed if i haven't smoked weed i i've i'm a little bit more like Like there's something. Oh really? You get edgy. I get a little edgier. I think it's because like I've hit like it gives me such a dopamine boost that without it, my I think my body goes, oh sweet, we're happy, awesome, everything's great, and now I go without it for a week, especially if I've had it three times. Yeah, sure. In one week, I think I start just noticing I'm a little bit fucking edgier. Right, that's interesting because I go through I go through three day humps. The only I only get it when I can justify it in my budget, right? Mm-hmm. That's sort of, and then I make it spread. So then I have this nice thing though, even though I do think there's a little bit of a come down from it, where is if you haven't had weed, if I don't have weed and I've run out of weed, those first two days afterwards, I'm like, man, I'd love some fucking weed. Like yeah, that's right. as far as it gets. And then by the third day, I'm like, I never have to smoke this again in my life. Really? I'm just going to keep going through the world. And then I'm like, oh, well, I can afford it this week. Done. What does weed do for you? Uh, it quietens all the voices. Is that real? It does, does it the really? opposite thing. Oh, I just, I just, everything gets more mellow. Sure. And honestly, this is so wanky, but genuinely, fuck, dude, I love playing music when I'm stoned. Oh, like yeah, we've talked about that, yeah. It just opens up the piano. Like when we did Mushrooms. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like yeah, it yeah, just yeah. opens everything up and I'm like, this is, and it sounds good. And it doesn't sound that good. It's the simplicity of it. I'm like, this fucking rocks. I'm a goddamn mm. rock star in my own living room. Oh, that's pretty mad. See, I think I think weed makes me less musically talented. Like it, uh, the thing becomes music becomes more confusing for me if I'm on ah, weed. interesting. For some reason, I enjoy chatting. I yeah. enjoy hanging out. I like sitting down and like thinking and writing. That's mm. fun. But music escapes me completely on weed. Like when we were in shrooms and you were playing the piano and I was on the guitar, I was like, I'm pretty sure I don't know the guitar. Oh, really? Like, that's how it made me feel. I was like. I know that I know the like my conscious mind knows that I know how to play the guitar, uh-huh. but it's outsourcing to a body that is completely high as fuck right now, and it's just not doing the thing that I know how it should sound. Yeah, sure. You know, that's interesting because mm. I remember like the first time I ever played an instrument, 
um, on a substance. I mm. had taken acid for the first time, mm-hmm. and it was about 11.30 in the morning. I'd gotten my guitar, I'd put the top string into d- drop D, mm-hmm. plugged it into my amp in my mum's house, and as I was playing, I was playing as I was coming up, mm-hmm. and then that, like that deep drop D sound on mm-hmm. the top string, the carpet started opening up, and oh I was dear. like summoning all these demons. That's awesome. And for 20 minutes, I was the king of hell. Wow. And I was like, this is what the they this is what the Christians were mad about in the sixties. Holy shit. And it was fucking incredible. And then I got too stoned, I couldn't I couldn't even hold the guitar. Okay, see I think that's maybe it's because my tolerance is so shitty. That that's mm. just where I jump to. Sure. Or, okay, yeah. or maybe I'm the first person in the world that gets admin dip done better on, <laughs> on substance. Maybe I take acid and do a tax return and I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to do. This, yeah, you take acid and you go, oh, of course, the deductibles. Yes, my right brain opens up. <laughs> and I'm just in a garden in my underpants being like, I'm one with nature. You're consolidating your business. Yeah, I'm like, time to look into my superannuation. You've renewed your ABN. I'm <laughs> just rubbing dirt on my tits. Alex, join me. If you ever have the thought where it's like, maybe I should try being mysterious. I got bad news for you, dude. Dude, here's the thing. I wanted to be that growing up. We all did. I wanted to be but sort of- grow the, out of that. I wanted to be the quiet and mysterious dude. But the fact is, I'm not quiet. And mm. even when I am quiet, I drop shit. I don't know how to turn on a fucking camera. Yeah. I just, I'm sorry. I am a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And that's just who I am. You're, you're a in the China shop. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Oh, is this expensive? <laughs> Crash, smash, boom. I'm sorry I don't have the money to pay for that. I'm really sorry. I've been that guy on so many occasions. Particularly going through puberty when I was just the height of my klutz. Mm-hmm. Just breaking stuff left right. I, I went into a cash converter as I knocked two snow globes off at once because <clears> I went to reach for the coffee I put down to play a guitar. Missed the coffee. Knocked off two slow snow globes. That's so awesome, dude. And I said to be, I'm really sorry. I cannot convert those to cash for you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, cash con- going to cash converters as a kid was fucking lit. Yeah? Yeah, I loved going to cash converters as a kid. Because it was just like a fun like little thing to see like the remnants of other people's like most likely terrible lives. Like mm. it is kind of like, it feels like what would be inside the pyramid of Giza if the pharaoh was divorced dad. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the Hanging Gardens of Babylon <laughs> if Nebuchadnezzar was just like recently divorced. Yes. And he sort of, he built a man cave, but no one wanted to hang out with yeah. him in it. Yeah, it's like, it's like a 12-string guitar, but it's only got three strings left on it. A lawnmower. Assassin's Creed 2 that's <laughs> had coffee spilt on it. You're like, oh, man. Yeah, it's like a fucking massive, like, fake diamond-encrusted guest watch. Yeah. Like, oh, this this guy's lived a fucking horrible life. Oh my god, who's handing in a Garmin sat nav from two thousand and six? Yeah, it's like something's gone terribly wrong mm. here. Where it's like the fact that you can still go to uh, cash converters and probably pick up a copy of Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, is like damn man. Some someone is scraping the bottom of their barrel. And you know what? You know sometimes in games, depending on what game you play, like if you touch uh, an item, you see the memory of the item. Mm-hmm. If you did that in cash converters, I reckon you'd walk out and hang yourself by the nearest tree. <laughs> like you'd 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 touch a seventy dollar amp. And then you'd see a son learning to play guitar. He gave it up, got hit by a car. Yeah. Three years have passed. Mum's finally oh. having to clear out his room. And then you're just, and you're like, 70, but I'll do 50. <laughs> I'll do 50. Yeah, yeah. Guys, like, I'm not going to give you fucking $50 for this shit. <laughs> you're like, fighting back tears going, fine, $20 in store credit will do. Mm-hmm.
uh, <laughs> it's like I'll trade you. It's like it's like listen, lady, she's fighting back to easy. It's like the best I could do for this amp is an old copy of Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> I loved going into... We went into the cash converters in Newcastle after the show because you were looking at a watch they had. Mm. Wouldn't bring the price down for you. But I've never seen... I've never seen a more interesting situation because the cash converters in Newcastle is right next to the New South Wales Children's Court. Mm -hmm. And so we left. You got ripped off. And they were like, no, the lowest we'll do is this. And I was trying to help you. And I was like, I don't know. This doesn't look straight. Mm. It's like, come on, come on. Let's play hardball here. Didn't get the watch. Mm. I did spill my coffee in there as well. Um... (laughs) And as we're walking out, there's this lawyer and this like 15 year old kid in a, like a big baggy hoodie sneakers with a massive stick just waving it around <laughs> behind her. Yep. And I was like, I immediately I started hearing, we watch the lightning crack over cane fields, <laughs> laugh and say, this is Australia. <laughs> just this fucking kid waving this stick around like he definitely did it. I, I do think it would be funny to go to children's court and they're like, guilty. And then they have the plastic hammer. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> To make it fun for the kids. We will now commit. We will now do a recess. Orange slices will be handed out. <laughs> Bailiff, it's a golden retriever. <laughs> Maybe it's called Children's Court because everyone in there is a child. <laughs> We've never been. We think it's horrible, but really the lawyer was just annoyed because she got the wrong court and he was just swinging the stick around because he was the lawyer. He's like, a fucking one cunt. <laughs> Where would you rather live? Rural China or like suburban Croatia? When you say rural China, like like farming land, rice paddy hat China. I'm t- yeah, I'm talking proper rural China. Now you still have everything you need to live, but you you know, you work for a living. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's mm-hmm. stunning. The rice fields are fantastic. It's hard work, but it's rewarding work. Uh-huh. But you are away from everything, and it's going to take you a little while to set yourself up and gain their respect. Mm-hmm. But you will always be a perennial outsider. Okay. Or the exact same thing in Croatia, except you have running water. And maybe a little more anger in Croatia as well. I reckon, I'll tell you what, just because I like the idea of disappearing to an Asian country and just like, like almost like, you know, like after the villain is done doing bad shit. Yeah. And he he just moves that like oh like Thanos you make yourself a little hot yeah and you just and I just out. watch the sun go down yeah play mahjong with the boys smoke double happiness cigarettes I wonder I'll tell you what I would love I would love to go live that life but have no idea what's going on like oh, yeah you 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 refuse to learn Mandarin yeah. and you're just like I don't understand anything. I don't assimilate whatsoever I don't understand what how to play mahjong but I'm confidently throwing dice with a couple of Asian bros yeah sure smoking cigarettes coughing <laughs> All of my crops die because I can't. No one can share their information. No with one me. taught you how to like <laughs> harvest rice. They take pity on you. That's how you make friends. <laughs> I'm like everything. I'm so confused all the time, but yeah. I refuse to go home and I refuse to get better. <laughs> I just suck at mahjong until I die. They love playing with you. They always beat you. They talk about how to beat you. You're yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, with the boys. I'm putting up like crazy amounts of money, like all the money I, that I took from my super uh-huh. to move to this country. And I'm just losing it all in games of Mahjong because I refuse to read the booklet. If if like Bali is like uh, the final destination for dead white guys, mm. we're like, oh, that's Nirvana. Mm. That's where you go. You get your 72 virgins. After a Western Jihad. After a Western Jihad. Yep. 
going we to get your dick out on the ferry. Yeah, <laughs> you get your dick out on your ferry. It gets filmed. You get you fired get from the law firm. <laughs> <laughs> and you're rewarded with a beautiful plot of land, a gorgeous wife half your age. Yeah. Yeah. Then going to rural China is what happens if you didn't do that and just got fired. Yes. <laughs> It's like, I'm sorry, man, you needed to Western jihad your way out of this job. You just weren't good. Yeah. <laughs> so now you live on the outskirts of Wangshu. All yeah. Right? I have an Asian wife that I also don't understand. <laughs> I have two kids. None of them respect me. But she's mad at you all the time. Yeah. They're like throwing shit at me. And I'm like, I have no idea what they're saying. I fought for the entire family. <laughs> I don't think you don't understand anything they're saying. I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Why is he laughing? Is he laughing? Is that what that is? What is going on? Oh, what the fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go off and play Mahjong with the boys. <laughs> Dave, Ben, and Steve. That's what I've called them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave. He mutters something under his breath. They all laugh. Like, oh, classic, classic joker. Classic Dave. Classic Dave. He's the funny one. Last night, I was spruiking at the Enmore Theatre, and Joe Avardi was on. And when I'd say his name, I'd go, guys, if you're here to see the fucking hilarious Joe Avardi. Did you actually? Yep. Awesome, because man. because I take my cues off Kevin, who does a lot of spruiking, and they're mm -hmm. like, those crowds lean into it. Sure. And I just watched a bunch of like big fucking Lebanese, Turkish, Greek dudes, just like, ah. Yeah, like, Getting respect. See, because see, see, they're all adjacent white. Mm. They're like, yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah. You can, they, it's, you can only do that with adjacent white if you're white. Yes, I do, th I do think that's like the funnest culture in the, the funnest culture at Wogs, because they exist in between. Yes. They're like, we have a touch of the, like, we're a little bit different, but we also r relate more to the underdog. Yes. We're also loud. And we're so loud. So get on board or move further down. Yes. Like it's, and I, I really, do you know what I think is really strong in uh, Lebanese culture? Let, mm. Let's say wog uh, morphologically, mm -hmm. but like across the board, there is a thing, and you really stand by this, and it's mm -hmm. made me, it's actually made me by osmosis more confident. Where it's like, never make yourself smaller. The confidence as well, because like wogs are the only people that can call you like a fat cunt straight to your face. Mm. And then when you go, that's mean, you, they they always go, but it's the truth. Yeah, 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 across the board. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> like the amount of times I've been talking to my sister and she's been like, you put on a little bit of weight. And I'm like, fuck, can you fucking tone it down? I haven't yeah, seen you in yeah. a year. And she's like, I just tell the truth. And I'm yeah, like, dude. fuck, man. Well, see, that's that's sort of like where the similarities lie with Chinese culture because there's one thing that I've noticed is even though my whole family, all pasties, except for my uncle who looks quite Chinese, yep. um, that that culture of like, you're fat, is mm. just still there. Yeah. It's like you're getting fat. This Your nose looks weird. What, have you been picking it? What are you doing? In ethnic cultures, telling the truth is valued above being nice. There's yes. honor, right? Mm. Where it's like, it's like you stink like fucking shit. <laughs> Dude, I love you. You stink like shit. In a way, a is our namaste. Yeah. You know, it's a very much like a, the I respect you enough to tell you the honest truth. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm not going to lie to you because yeah. that would make me a liar. And what does that say about me? Yes. I'm going to tell you the truth. Whereas Western culture, very nice, very polite. But then group chats start around you. Oh, dude. Don't get me started because like I love my grandparents. But there was a really pervasive British thing where it's like, mm. whatever you do, don't rock the boat. Yes. Like, whatever you do. And it's like, that's a horrible way to live. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather get called a fat cunt by a Greek than hear a notification on the phone go off around someone that I know. And they look up and I go, what was that? And they go, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And then a little smirk. Yeah. And you knock the fucking tea cakes out of their hand. You're like, I'm <laughs> off to get a falafel. <laughs> Fuck this shit. So it's, like, it's a way better life. It's mm. just like, 
it's showing the hand always being like you're a fat cunt yeah but i love you know what i, I mean? love you but you're my fat uh, cunt. you're my fat cunt but yeah. instead it's just like did you hear what happened to jesse Interesting what yeah. happened to Jesse right, and how yeah. it's kind of Jesse's fault. Yeah, and then it never gets back to Jesse. Mm. Jesse I just has to deal forever with people being like, hey, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> this she, fucking did you hear about, Oh, she's coming, she's coming. Yeah. You look lovely. Moment they leave the room. Oh, <laughs> my, God. oh my God. Jesus fucking, fucking keep a straight Christ. Face. What a fucking dog bitch. What a dog. <laughs> oh, she's coming back. You know what? I think you've lost weight. And then just looking at each other being like, it all comes with the British aristocracy, man. That whole mm. like, oh, Victorian Clementine mm. Monroe Ford. Yeah, it is mm. so lovely to see you. I see someone enjoyed this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, nothing, no, dear. No, I could just tell you like a sprint. I, I <laughs> have I ever told you how good your chin is? I think it's great you've added a second. Mm. <laughs> Weird passive aggressive rich yeah, white bullshit. Just weirdly camouflage. Just being like just like using shit that is like, okay, can't I know something's here. I just I'm just not smart enough to know what it is. I just can't get it right now. I know there's disrespect here. That's the worst oh, part. Yeah. Is your brain goes, I'm pretty sure you're getting disrespected. And then the other side of your brain goes, but we didn't finish grade twelve, bro. <laughs> the other part of your <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's 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 the math of how much the disrespect is fair. How much of it is truth? How much is this guy wanting to get curb stomped? Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's very much like, all right. You know what? That's true. I don't have my license, but I do have four cars. <laughs> do I call them out or are we just having fun? Yeah. That's the hardest part about it, mm. man. That's what, it's like, that's why I'd always take, I'll always take the walk telling you to your face that you have a little dick. Yeah. 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 Cause that's the thing. That's the benefit of dating wog women. There's no like, baby, you're the best dick I've ever had. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's all right. It's marriage dick. Yeah. I'm happy. You're happy. What do you want? They, they literally, a, a, a Lebanese girl will compliment you like this. She'll be like, well, it's not little. And you have to be like, thank you. That's like the highest honor that you oh, can I get. I think I've only ever dated Lebanese women. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's odd. Like that was a, a good example. Like Ned called me just before we started the record. Mm. And uh, Ned called me like 10 in the morning. And my fucking nose I'm not up at 10 in the morning. Yeah. And if I am, it's because I'm at fucking work. Like, I'm not up at 10. I'm up at, mm. I'm up at 1, all right? Mm. Anyways, he calls me. So immediately, I'm like, okay, what's wrong? And so I call him back. No answer. And so I'm like, all right, I hope everything's all right. Nick calls me back then. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm sorry, Mr. Call. Just started the pod. You heard the conversation. Yep. And then out of nowhere, he goes, oh, I've just got a day off. You know, I was bored. You're who I call when I'm bored. Mm. But he didn't say it was like, you're who I call when I'm bored because I want to be bored. It's like, I'm bored. I'll talk to Sam. Yeah, I'll lower myself. And I'm like, there it is. There's the chong in us. Yeah. The chong. I'm bored. I'm the bored. Chong. Talk to me. I'm bored. It's yeah. just that. You dance for me. Yeah. I'm bored. You're uh, boring. Bore me. Bore me. Yeah. Bore me. I'm bored. I'm already here. May as well talk to you. And I would have bored him. Fuck. I was cooking. I was, we would have just talked about football. Sure. And whatnot. Did you see the Tottenham Spurs fucking killed themselves this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you are somehow so right and so wrong <laughs> all at the same time with that sentence. You've clearly picked That's up. That's what some, football chat sounds like to me. You've clearly picked up some shit by osmosis, but like so. <laughs> because here's. Okay, so here's where you went right and here's where you went wrong. First mm -hmm. off, if they all killed themselves tomorrow, 
No one would be surprised. <laughs> okay. They're having a terrible season. You nailed that. They've had they've so, got a new manager in. The the marquee striker Harry Kane's about to leave. Oh, they're fuck. fucked. And Damn. They're, they're financially they're in a terrible spot financially. Do they know that he's about to leave? Uh, no. Well, there was rumors, but he mm-hmm. literally just left. And he was he's oh, one of the greatest coaches in the world. You fuck. can't do anything with this fucking club. Okay, right. Like it's like the, one of the greatest managers coming to the, anyway. So which part did I get wrong? It sounds like I got all this right. Their name is Tottenham Hotspurs. Tottenham Hotspur. Mm-hmm. Tottenham is the town. Mm-hmm. So you call them Tottenham. Well, you call them Spurs, and you're going the Tottenham Spurs. I'm like, it's so. But you say jarring. Brisbane Lions, correct? But you would say Tottenham Hotspur. I did. I did say that. No, you the, said the Tottenham Spurs. I said the Tottenham Hotspur. No, no, you didn't. You genuinely didn't listen back when you edit the pod. You said the Tottenham Spurs. That's why I started laughing so hard because you're so wrong. But that's what football chat sounds like to me. It's just like yeah. Manchester United Kingdom versus Juventus in a two by two. <laughs> This is getting under my skin more than I thought it would. <laughs> Do you know why? Because this is the thing. Like, I've got a few little, I got a few little uh, satellite mates and Ned, obviously. That I'm like, these are these are the people I talk football with. Legacy's mm. one, Carl's one, Rory mm-hmm. a little bit, and uh, Lacazio, Anthony Lacazio, mm-hmm. big football head. I'm like, great. And then it's just a a sea Dude. of people just being like, how's how's sports ball? I'm like, fuck it, kill. I would never lower myself to sports ball, but I just mean like. I I like football chat. I really enjoy listening to football chat. I just don't know what's happening in it. Yeah, yeah of course. You know what I mean? What I did for you is the Spanglish of like what I understand football chat to be. It's not me making fun of it, although it is me making fun of it. But like, I like the chat. I like the being like, man, you fucking see the fucking whatever. Right, okay. I wish I could do that, but I can't. I can only mock it. Wait, okay. What if I gave you some football chat sentences and then we'll see if you can translate them? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think this sentence means? Okay, Mauricio Pochettino has been linked with a return to Spurs, which would get him back to playing total football. Um, the first couple words mm-hmm. were the guy's name, mm-hmm. right? He's returning to the to Tottenham, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to make them an actual team again, instead of of the bullshit team they are now. Pretty good. That yes. will, uh, pretty good. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That would get you. Okay. That would get you. Um. I would put that as a. Uh, I'd, I'd. I'd list that as a B minus on a rating. That's a strong pass. What did I fucking miss? Well. Okay. So Mauricio Pochettino was the coach. Uh. He's coming back, and also at the same time, total football is a way of playing football. It's a style of football. What? Yeah. So total football is a Dutch style of football, uh, formed by a guy called Johan Cruyff, who is really famous for the Cruyff turn, which is that beautiful step on the ball, turn it over. So no one turned before him? No one turned. It was the Literally. first turn. Dude, you, this is the thing. Even it's, regular people. Even regular people. <laughs> no, everyone just, this is what they did. They just stood and was like, oh, I've got to go right. Damn. And then he just started so inefficient. step over and, and everyone was like. Check this out. Cruyff's here. Cruyff's, <laughs> Cruyff's here. Cruyff's, Cruyff? Cruyff. Cruyff. All right, so he came up with a fancy little little turn he came over with something called the Cruyff turn okay. which is uh now it's just everyone everyone just knows how to do it like it's just a beautiful football used to be a lot more boring than it is that's everything that is everything okay that was pretty good all right that, okay. was, that was b minus give me another one all right um okay uh i think uh the problem with man united is that they try and play it out from the back but they get trapped uh okay the issue with manchester united mm-hmm is that they're too defensive. 
No. Do you want to have another crack? Who offensive? Ooh. All their best players are at the back. Okay. No one. None all of fronts. them has neck pussy back or crack. <laughs> A plus. They're that like is exactly. Slacks? <laughs> <laughs> They're like slacks, cracks, smacks. They give each other dax. They all share snacks. <laughs> they keep giving each other dax during the game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the code name for that. Like, do you know what? I really think they could be on top of the league, but they love pulling each <laughs> other's pants, pants down. <laughs> really gets in the way of play. <laughs> they're, 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 look, no one can argue that they're not having a great just time. Just no, no, no. Ah, oh, goddamn! They keep on pulling the pants down. You meant to run right, <laughs> and instead you come over here, you pull no, my no, pants down. No, look, the whiteboard, the whiteboard. Nobody, pull, <laughs> look, big words. Nobody pull the pants down. And then they flip the whiteboard over, and it's just a, like a, a fucking texture drawing of pants and an arrow <laughs> going down. Gah! All the tactic, ignore. <laughs> Takes the baguette that the game plan's drawn on. <laughs> Breaks over his neck. All right, everybody, it's time for a good game. You've all got your team sheet. It's written on prosciutto. You now may eat it. <laughs> now the 442 is inside the you. Digest the knowledge. One second, Wickham's on the phone. Do we want to answer? Yeah, let's answer on the pod. Hey, Brozzy, we're on the pod. What's going on? You're on the pod, you're on baby. The, you're on the pod, but would you like to be off the pod? No, 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 no. This is perfect for the pod. I just went to Kinsella's hotel to drop something off to Skinner, and there's a, 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 a poster for the Tranny Bingo Night at Kinsella's next week featuring drag queen whose name is, can you guess? It's can you guess? Related. Oh, can I? Can we guess? Pod related. It's not the other Malinkovich, is it? It's not. No, that would be good. Pod related. D- Next Wednesday night, Tranny Bingo at Kinsel's Hotel will be hosted by Miss Kayama Blowhole. Yes! Yes, <laughs> yes dude! <laughs> Are you serious? 100%. That's, That's awesome. Fantastic news, dude. Do we go just out of respect? We might have to. Is that next Friday? Uh, I, I didn't see the date. Ask Skinner. He'll be able to tell you. Oh, I'm there later tonight. I'll, I'll fucking check that out. <laughs> all right. That's all I had to say. I'll leave you to it. Awesome. Love that. Thank you, dude. Thanks, baby. See you, boys. Bye. Bye. What would be your drag queen name? Um... Oh, I've al- I haven't. I've always uh, thought maybe Dawn's cervix. <laughs> I really like that Dawn's cervix. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Okay, so a drag queen Anzac. Anzac, yeah. Oh, yeah, with big fake titties. Yes. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Dawn's cervix is very, very Dawn fun. Cervix, thank That's you. That's good, dude. I like. That. I have like a dubstep gay remix of the last post. Oh yeah. Just overdubbed with sissy that walk. <laughs> We will remember me. <laughs> That's pretty good. Lest we forget. Lest we forget. <laughs> I've had a guy come up to me once and just grab my junk in one of the gay bars on Oxford Street. Wow. And it's very odd. Even when I was walking in there in the mood to be like, let's get fucking laid tonight. Mm-hmm. Someone comes up to you and just grabs you by your nuts. I'm like, yeah, dude. Disrespect me to going off. Yeah, straight out of the gate. I'm like, man. Sorry, brother. I'm sorry, dude. That's the first thing you do. I know we're dancing, but 
No. You walked into the circle and just went, Because also, sorry. I'll tell you what, it's like, you're, you're gay, but you're not a bitch. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. I will not have my ball sack wantonly grabbed by who is someone who is clearly a bottom. Wantonly, dude. Wantonly. Were you in the Asian strip club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He wrapped him up the way my grandma would throw wonton into the pan. <laughs> Just that is a bold move. I'll tell you what, no, I'll tell you why it's disrespectful because he's assuming that you're a bottom. No, not necessarily. He's just assuming that because we're in a gay club, I'm up to just have my nuts grabbed. And True. I'm like, well, hold on. Hey, 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 hey. There's a butt right here. Why don't you smile at me how, first? How do you know that wasn't his first day being gay? And he was just like, I thought that's what we do. <laughs> like, do we no, not don't, just but that's exactly grab the same. each other's nuts? That's exactly <laughs> the same as watching a dude come up to an open mic and be like, here's my hot take on rape. Yeah. And you're like, this is what we do. And we're like, yeah. Mm. Yes, 100%. So uncomfortable. Yeah. But you got a shout out for the first day gay dude. Mm. Where he's like, I thought we grab each other on the fucking nuts. What I else are we doing? What we do. Why are you being gay about this? Why are you being gay about me being gay? What the fuck's wrong with you? It should be like a thing where like, because I'll tell you what, no, actually... No, I'll take that back. I'll tell you why. Because gay people have always been men of subtlety when it comes to engaging with each other through Historically, history. Historically, that is very true. Right? Yes. So it's like it's always been like fucking shoelaces untied. Fuck, that dude's gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, there used to be a time where you had to be a detective to be gay. Yeah. You had to be like, that man has his hat folded slightly off to the side mm. and he's walking with a limp. Yeah. He's, he goes, he goes. what's the time? It's like 12.01. And it's like, that man's standing exactly where he needs to be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for the shadow to cast the gay shadow that he's that he's casting right now. Dude, I watched I, I, I watched this breakdown of turn-of-the-century gay codes in the UK. Mm. Swear to God, one of them was, do you have the time? No way. And it's like, how many <laughs> times has <laughs> that <laughs> fucked awesome. up? Just me and the dude at the bus station be like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> quarter to nine. And he's like, I'll see you in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like, and you're like, all right, well. Right? Does he want me to tell the time in there? <laughs> I'll be in there. Just hard cut to having the most confusing sex of that dude's <laughs> life. Uh, it's now 10 past nine. We've missed the train. <laughs> anyway, I'm not not hating it, but. Dude. It would be sick fucking walking up to a dude going, hey, man, you got the time? And he's like, yeah, brother, it's 9.05. And you're like... Hey, what the fuck? Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, man. Don't be, are you fucking serious? <laughs> dude, if you... Dude, we're gay. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> he's starting to tell you. It's like, dude, you own a wristwatch. <laughs> you're gay. Have you not been told? Why are you being a fucking such a bitch about this? Why are you being gay about this? Come on. Man, we're gay. We're gay, dude. Check you. See, see, look at your watch. Dude. And now look at my hard dick. <laughs> okay? Remember when I said, do you have the time? And you responded to the question. We're both gay. You know how I said, what's the time? And then you said, it's 9.05. I heard it's time for gay sex. Because this is what we're doing. That's amazing, man. I love old gay codes like that. Mm. That's so funny, bro. That's so funny. Yeah, because back in the day, it was like, what was it? It was like, there was it. There was the earring. Earring. Scarves were a big thing in the 60s and 70s. That's right. Scarves. Scar I, always had a jail thing where it's like if your pockets turned inside out. Correct. Flower on a lapel. That is was a big one in the UK. Is that really one? Flower yeah, on the lapel. Flower on the lapel. I feel like that one probably got caught on real quick. Yeah, yeah, Because there's a bunch of people just being like, why the fuck is Jeffrey wearing a dandelion yeah. suit? I'll tell you what, it is it's interesting where it's like sexual codes don't really need to happen anymore because nah. like furries exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Happily. Like they're just around. So you don't need a sexual code anymore. It's very odd that if you watch a furry in full costume, get on the bus, 
and sit down, you see 30 people in unison go, I'm not going to disrespect their culture. Yeah. No, this is fine. This is the world we live in. And it's certainly not 1984 yeah. or George Orwell's Brave New World. Yeah. This is, it's the, the, there's a man on the bus yeah. in a duck outfit. You have to say, excuse me, to an eagle wearing a strap on to tap on. Oh, excuse me, brother. Just trying to get to work. Yeah. No yep, problem, yep, man. Yeah, yeah, not fine. a sex thing, by the way. Just catching up with yeah, some just, like-minded I just, friends. I just like wearing the strap-on. Not a sex thing. I'm just a strap-on eagle going to work as well. That's all That's all I'm doing. Where do you work? <laughs> you have to make small talk with a strap-on eagle? <laughs> oh, I work at Stanley and Lawrence Accountancy Firm. Uh, yeah, it's casual Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> But it's still an appendage, so like like playing around with wings, mm. uh, rings or whatnot. He's still just like, yeah, you know, just playing with, play with it. He's like, his furry dildo. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, man. No, it's pretty good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The pay is kind of shitty, but fuck, man. Pay is kind of shitty. Where do you work? <laughs> and this guy checks his watch. He's like, I work at the gay sex <laughs> factory. <laughs> Dude, that's the other thing. If you walk through the CBD as a gay guy in the seventies, everybody just like. Checking their watch, you're like, oh my god, I'm a fucking kid in the candy store. <laughs> Fuck, everybody's gay in the everybody's city. Gay. That's what would happen if you transported Oscar Wilde back to now. He'd see everyone pull out their phone, look at the time, and be like, it appears that in all my time, everyone's gotten very gay. And the honest truth is, Oscar, you got you had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Everyone's gay because of Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wiley. Who who are you talking about? Oscar. <laughs> Oscar Wiley, a famous novelist and glasses designer. <laughs> Oscar Wiley. He wrote the picture of Dorian Gray, but he couldn't see it properly. Hey. So, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, no, you don't need sexual codes anymore. The only thing that I can still... I've seen on TikTok people being like, um, the pineapple, mm. where it's like, we're swingers. And it's like, no one does that, bro. There's zero yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I'll, maybe, I'll tell you what, maybe they do. Maybe I just take pineapples as pineapples. Maybe I have seen a swinger couple... Waving around the pineapple in coals. Yeah, just, just, like, just like... You reckon we get this pineapple? Hey, everyone, uh, me and my wife are buying a pineapple. pineapple. Any black dudes also want to buy this <laughs> pineapple? Does anyone want to uh, have sex with the pineapple that I bought <laughs> while I watch? Anybody? Dude, I just think that's like the la that's the laziest sexual code. Pineapple. I have yeah, a pineapple. I What's have a pineapple? Why is that the fucking fruit? Well, I'll go deeper. Why is pineapple such a famous safe word? That's a great point. Why is it that when you go, like when we do what you guys want to talk about, like mm. what's a safe word? Nearly every time it's pineapple. It And you, when I said that, you got it, right? Yeah. It's pineapple. Why? I'll tell you what. I reckon there was probably a famous movie from all of our childhoods where that was a joke where it's like, oh, pineapple. And that's just one of those things that caught on like Kleenex. Yeah, sure. I reckon it was probably that. Yeah. Because pineapple. Like Band-Aid. Yes. I reckon pineapple was like the first safe word. It was the Christianity of safe words. Yeah, that's Where it's just the one that everyone is like, yeah. That it's one. super neutral. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. And then maybe it's been co-opted by the swingers community. Yeah, because now they just, they have a pineapple in their trolley next to the up and goes and you have to roll the dice. Mm. If if they're just a family of four or if they're, <laughs> or if they're polyamorous couple with two midgets. <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you, that first part, a lot safer to work out than the second. They're like, yeah, we're polyamorous. Yeah, you guys are really nice. And then you look at them and be like, so... Are those your kids or are they two midgets? Are those kids or two midgets? <laughs> <laughs> it's really important as to how I feel going forward. 
and that's how you ruin it. And you're left there holding your pineapple, yeah. turning to your wife, being like, I think this was your fault. You've never heard, never mind, faster. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so, so. You know, it's all good. It's all good. You know, it's, wait, it's wait, wait, hold on. Where did I lose you? Uh, you know, you'll figure it out in time. Ah, uh, fuck. It's kids, isn't it? And then you find, That's where. All then right. you find yourself in Woolworths holding a pineapple going, look, look. It, they're children. I understand. I'm I sorry. They're kids. I thought they were little people. I'm so sorry. I they are little people. My bad. I wear contacts. I didn't wear them to fuck. <laughs> I'm still happy to fuck you though. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Sakatars are currently $3.50. It's bugging. Fuck, man. Shit. God damn, this keeps happening. Turned your partner. I don't know where you keep going wrong. <laughs> Dude, Fuck. can I tell you about the uh, the last time I got propositioned for a swingers party? Yes, please. So this was back in, would have been maybe early 2013. I used to host trivia for a company called Popular Trivia, uh-huh. which was a, it was a fucking, it was an awful gig, but I was, you know, I was 19. I used to run it at Victoria Point at this bar that I don't know if it's still there called Elysium and we used mm-hmm. to have these regulars and I liked the regulars they were fun and they liked me and it was it was a nice enough time mm-hmm. but one of the regulars was a guy called Dave mm-hmm. and Dave would have been in his 60s big dude like big goatee always had a nice time with Dave if I wasn't mm-hmm. driving and I was getting picked up I'd have a couple of beers with Dave afterwards anyway so one time afterwards he comes up to me and he goes so I uh, showed me a picture of your lovely lady and so I showed him a picture of my girlfriend at the time he was like you guys are beautiful uh, me and the wife we have a bit of fun with couples you get what I'm saying? I'm like, I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, so like sex. we do a, we do events and uh and I go You're talking about sex, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you mean you mean sex? You mean sex? <laughs> and he goes, We like get together, you know, we like we share each other's bodies, blah blah blah. And nice. Dave Dave is uh, uh not a particularly attractive man. Big boy. And a big boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Yeah, but okay, he's inviting me, which means I'm picturing a- the the uncle from Harry Potter. Uncle <sighs> Not quite as fat. Familian, what's not his quite name? as great. Vernon. Vernon. Similar to Vernon Dudley. No cock on Sundays. No cock on Sundays. Do you know Lord's Day. Do you know what I hate about Sundays? No cock no on cock. Sundays. <laughs> Damn it, it's Sunday again. That means no cock. I hate no cock ah, Sundays. I hate no cock Sundays. <laughs> the parties have to stop at 12 a.m. sharp. I hate no cock Sundays. <laughs> this sounds like badly, like if, if like a... Uh, Someone had to, like, AI tried to recreate Garfield in another country where oh, it's like, yeah. he hates no cock Sundays. He hates no cock Sundays and he eats Pudinesca. <laughs> this guy propositioned you. Okay, so he was like, and, and so, because in my head, I'm young, I'm impressionable. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if we'd be open to that, but maybe. But also, if you're inviting me, that means you've invited other young people. And I go, mm, okay. And he goes, look, I'll level with you, Sam. The Knights could really use some young blood. The what? Some young blood. No, no, the knights? The knights could really use some young blood. The knights. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He would host parties. He was in a oh, swingers nights. Oh, right, because it's a bunch of people being, not being able to get it up. Well, yeah, that, and I think it's mainly people over 60. And right. i got to be honest with you, I'm sure that's fun when you're 60, but mm. I'm 19. I'm in my twink prime. Yes. I'm not here to get in a spa with four grandmas. Yeah, unless you want some mad recipes. Correct. <laughs> Dude, I want some mad recipes. I want to know what it was like in the 50s. But I, I can't see the glint in all of your eye of the former person you used to be all at the same yeah, time. Like, right? I made her come and then she gave me a famous recipe for mashed potatoes. You know when you bust in a grandma and then you walk into the kitchen in a towel and she's like, Riss Owls? 
You need your energy. You're a growing boy. Unless that's Helen Mirren, get out of here. Helen, Helen Mirren, all time. All time gilf. All time gilf. Number one gilf. But the story around Dave gets better. Mm-hmm. So I politely decline, and he's very sweet about it. He's like, oh, mate, I understand. That's a lot. But you know, we've established a rapport. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. I like you. I'm like, I like you too, Dave. No harm, no foul. Told my girl at the time, and she was like, that's hilarious. I'm like, it's pretty funny. Yep. Anyway, so a couple of weeks later, I go back. Same deal. I'm having a few drinks with Dave. I'm getting picked up. He goes, and I go, Dave, what do you actually do for a living? Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and he goes, I, uh, I clean cars. And I go, oh, nice yeah, cool. Suspicious. Yeah, you clean cars. Yeah, nice, man. All right, sweet. So you have a car washing business? He goes, yeah, I clean cars for bikies. And I'm like, oh, sweet, you do motorbikes too. Like, I'm not catching on. He goes, what I'm trying to say is if you have a car that is bothering you, I will clean it for you. Oh, my God. He's, a, he's an assassin. Well, then, And then I was like, oh, hold on. And he goes, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm a fucking contractor for the mob cunt and hands me a Dave's oh. Cleaning Car Services card. And I'm like, if you have someone bothering you at your fucking show and you want them taken care of, yeah. just give me a call, mate. Mates rates, mates rates. Right. Wow. And in 2016, that cunt mysteriously died. No way. No shit. No shit. How do you know? Because uh, the person that used to run the trivia, a guy called Stu Fisher, mm-hmm. was in contact with Dave because I brought that up with Stu afterwards. And he goes, oh, yeah, he's a hitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he works in dirty money. He's, he's a nice guy, but you do not want to get on his bad side. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. And then in 2016, I saw Stu do a post about him and I asked. And he's like, yeah, he, he, he passed away. I was like, and I was like, how Under mysterious circumstances? And, he was, and I was like, how? And Stu goes, we don't really know. And I'm like, oh, you live by the sword, baby. Heart attack at a gill forgy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but all the gifts were planted by the Comancheros. <laughs> like, like we've, we've got our four best grandmas on it. <laughs> the Comancheros watched Mrs. Doubtfire and they're like, <laughs> we can use this to take him down. We'll get Dave. He can suck your soul out of your dick. This guy's going to die so hard. <laughs> they miss his doubt by their way into a fucking orgy. <laughs> He's like, oh, you want to use my ass, huh? It's an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad or Rick Muhammad says hello. <laughs> <laughs> And all the commentators are driving back in silence, still in costume, and all just being like, yo, do you think Steve enjoyed that a bit too much? And Steve's like, shut up, guys. <laughs> method, boys, method. Method and method. <laughs> fucking go. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? No, that was kind of it. I mean, speaking of gills, the only other thing was, did you see that the cops in Queensland tasered a 95-year-old woman? Yeah, I'll tell you what you just told me about that. What Can you explain? Okay, so they went into a retirement home on a disturbance call, mm-hmm. and this 95-year-old woman, and I'm going to reiterate this, mm-hmm. 95-year-old woman fuck. had a knife in her hand. Okay. And they were like, fuck! <laughs> and now she's in a coma. Oh, my God. She's 95! She got tasered! Holy fuck! Fuck. And don't get me wrong, like I'm not sure about you, but if someone runs at you with a knife, you're like, I wish I have a taser. Yes. If a 95-year-old 
casually strolls over to you holding a knife, mm -hmm. I reckon you've got enough time to grab the knife yes. and eat one of the bickies Just she's like made. slap it out of her hand. What if they thought it was the Serbian dancing lady? <gasps> what if they've been on TikTok? That's what I'm saying. Because right now, if I saw an, a 95-year-old woman with a knife, my first thought would be like, fuck, she's real. Tase her before she makes you dance. Right, okay. Also, what would you? how much money would you give for that body cam footage? Do you know what? I reckon it's horrendous body cam. <laughs> I reckon it's horrendous <laughs> body cam footage to watch this woman who, uh, don't get me wrong, she'll just be like, she'll be like, freeze! And she's buttering toast. She's like, huh? <laughs> she's buttering toast. <laughs> she heard people at the door. She started baking and she's like, I'll just cut some cake. <laughs> oh, good. Fuck, she's down. Good work, oh, Clinton. <laughs> yeah, you see their secret hand. Yeah, two, yeah, good shit. Yo, that's third grandma this month, dude. She's on the. <laughs> she's freaking out. Smoke alarms going off because of the biscuits. <laughs> and then the only argument they have is like, as they're all helping her up, they're like, "Will someone get the fucking biscuits out of the <laughs> oven, please?" Christ. We don't want to call the fire brigade too. Those guys are dicks. Call the ambulance, call the ambulance. And they're like, dude, threat neutralized. <laughs> We're done We're our done. job. What do you mean? Lunchtime spins the taser. <laughs> Shoot. Bad boys, bad boys. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when they come for you? <laughs> Meanwhile, this poor woman is on dialysis. Barrel! <laughs> oh fuck Yeah uh, and they don't know if she's gonna wake up It's fucking it's horrendous That's such a horrible new story <laughs> Although you did present it to me in the correct way Before being like Look this definitely isn't funny But I think we could get something out of it <laughs> Alright All right. so today Alex we are calling a galo Let's do it Famous Portuguese chicken joint Franchise And we haven't had a lot of luck with franchises before. A porto for girls. A porto for chicks, dude. <laughs> lemon and herb? Hey. Oh, thank you. Nice. I'll come back when it's lemon and hisb. <laughs> <laughs> I think you probably just said something very beautiful in Portuguese. <laughs> lemon and hisb. Ah, yes. They're like, and to your family as well. <laughs> and to your family as well. Lemon and hisb. Lemon, lemon and, and hisb. <laughs> That's what they say on Easter. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, we're calling Ogalo Newtown. Do, right. Now, do we have a tactical approach here? No, we? bro, we beg. We beg. We beg. Well, I mean, we just go like, listen, tell them straight up. Maybe we threaten. No, we don't No, threaten. we can't threaten. No, this is already walking a fine line of inconvenience. That's right. I reckon we just call them with something to prove. All right. Hello, Ogalo Newtown. Um, hello, Ogalo Newtown. Uh, we're wondering if we might be able to speak to the manager, please. So, sorry, manager is not right now here. He will come tomorrow at 10 a.m. That's totally fine, man. What's your name? I am Ashalad. Ashalad? Lovely yeah. to meet you, man. My name's Sam, and I'm here with Alex. We're from the Woe Free Lunch Podcast. G'day, brother. We were just... Oh, uh, the whole premise of the podcast is we call businesses to see if they're willing to give us a free lunch. Uh, would you be interested in giving us a free lunch? Uh, you can call uh, tomorrow at 11 
11 a.m. Actually, I am not manager, so I cannot say anything. But if we just came, if we just came in on the sneaky, look, I'll be real with you, man. It's not doing good on this side, bro. We already called a portal, and they didn't give us fucking shit. We would uh, love to be yeah, able to I promote your product. Anything. I am employee here, so you can call uh, tomorrow 11 a.m. Okay. So manager will be here. You can directly uh, speak to the manager. What's yeah. the manager's name? Uh, All right. Okay. Right. Well, I can't say not disappoint, brother. But honestly, okay. thank you for everything. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we thank appreciate you. you on Best of yours and yours. Lemon and his. Lemon and his. Yeah. Thanks, right. man. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Lemon and his. Well, I said something nice to him. I know, and that's why he said thanks so much. It's all good, bro. That's right. Ashalad doing. I thought he'd be. I thought he'd be an Ashalad. Brother, give us a fucking chicken burger on the sneaky, cuz. <laughs> What are you doing, man? How much do you love this boss? Who I what was his boss's name? I, I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Again, a fan, a great example of people being like showing a weird amount of loyalty. Yes. To a franchise, just being like, no, fuck, I'll die before I give you anything, cunt. See, we need to find the Char Grill Charlie's uh, sort of like replica again. A man that is clearly like, yeah, I hate the fucking franchisee here too. I'll tell you what it is. We keep picking up and having people who are happy to have the job answer. And that's get and because the economy getting is getting way. more fucked, everyone's very happy to have their job. Yeah, you need to have someone pick up and be like, "You need to hear musician, yes. in their voice. You need to hear like I'm actually I'm actually something else. Yeah. I don't just work at Ogolo." What's and the- then you go, "Hey, brother, just fucking chuck us a chicken burger on the sneaky." And he goes, "I don't care, man. Fucking yeah, come in. Yeah, sure." You know what I mean? Like the first guy, Char Grill Charlie's. Yeah, one hundred percent. He was like, "I'm gonna be an. I'm actually an actor." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? He was like, this is my side hustle. Yeah. Managing this restaurant is my side hustle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do we just wrap it there? Yeah, maybe we wrap it there. I huh? think that's it. Okay. Sam, put it there, brother. Put it there, baby. Well done. Great work. Thank you very much, everyone, for Great listening. Great work, everybody. We did it together. We did it together. We're all united as one. Love you. Well, free lunch forever.